Well, 39 years ago seems a long time, but even before that, I remember a a story that my dad tells about me. Uh, We were apparently getting a summer break when he was stationed at Fort Benning, Georgia, and he had taken us out camping, which was kind of rare, so it's why it always kind of stuck in my mind. My dad was a major in the Army, and so camping was too much like work for him, right? And so on this, uh, we were out. Uh, There was a pool at this campsite, and we went out, and apparently I would have been about four years old, and I regret that's before 1980. You got to go back into the 70s on that one. But the story goes that I had decided I was going to get in the deep end of the pool, and I was going to jump off the diving board. And I've shared this before, but apparently I got out there, and if you can imagine, I was about four years old, and I had floaties on each. Do you remember floaties? Nowadays, I watch the kids, and they've got like body harnesses and full, you know, kind of uh, life vest suits. But, uh, but, But there I am in my little floaties out on the end of the diving board, and my dad says we had something like this conversation. I had stopped and now a line was forming the other kids couldn't use it and there I was on the end and my dad had gotten into the water and was saying something like Brad it's okay jump and I said dad am I gonna get wet (laughs) I know that couldn't have been true I was a smart kid uh, but apparently that's what he says I said and then I said dad is my head going to go underwater. And he said, well, yeah, Brad, if you jump in, your head's going to go underwater. I said, Dad, if my head goes underwater, are we going to be okay? And he replied, son, I will catch you and we'll go down together and come back up together. I don't think I'm the the only person who's ever kind of found themselves out there on the edge of a diving board, feeling like they were about to jump into something that they were unsure about. But when the Bible talks about faith, it's talking about that place that you get where you're on the edge and you're wondering if everything's going to be okay. And it's a book and a story, and especially the the message we have in the letter of Hebrews, is a story about how God is there with us, so when we jump, we'll be caught and cared for and in relationship. You see, faith is somehow a relationship with someone else built on trust, there's something about the word faith as it's going to appear in this passage and the ones before it that is preparing us for how when we're surrounded by this amazing cloud of witnesses, we might now in our turn take up the cause of Christ and bring it further than it had gone before. I would commend to you chapter 11 of our book of Hebrews. It is my favorite chapter in my favorite book. And here the the choir starts laughing because they would say, Pastor Brad says that about every chapter in every book of the Bible. But out of four or five that I really love, 
I would say chapter 11 is right near the top because it says over and over again these words, by faith God did this in people. By faith these things occurred. By faith all of these amazing things unfold. Now, to the outside observer kind of looking in and looking back, it's easy to say, well, of course, it must be easy. When things are in a bad situation, of course, by faith. It kind of reminds me of going this summer. I got to go up to uh, Montana to Great Falls, and there at the Great Falls, guess what there is? A great waterfall, right? It's big and beautiful and majestic. And now they've built a dam up above it to make part of the waterway navigable. And they're build, making their energy in this little place where it kind of narrows is this dam. And if you go down to it, there's a little island by the electric station that you can go to and get out there and really see what Lewis and Clark saw so long ago when they came upon that place. And behold, both this man-made dam that's holding the water back and this massive amount of water behind it. And there you can see the natural falls that were the Great Falls. Well, getting to the island was no small thing. You came to a bridge that was maybe a little bit longer than it is to cross this chancel area. And that bridge was a little less than steady. I was like wondering who the engineers were. And I mean, it just was not very good. You would walk and it would kind of sway every time you walked. And there's a sign that says, no more than six people allowed on bridge at a time. Like, I don't want to be on that kind of bridge. I didn't like a diving board when my dad was underneath, right? But sure enough, I walk across and uh, got to look good for Laura, you know. And I go on over there and we're going to go see this beautiful place. And I'd seen some other people do it, and they made it okay. But there on the island was another sign. And in big letters, it said, Warning! If you hear eight short blasts, evacuate island. You know, that bridge on the way out didn't seem so bad. I mean, if I heard eight short blasts that that dam is going to burst and the water's going to come, when it's up there and I'm down here, I'm over that bridge. You see, it's easy to have faith when the dam gives way. When there's a crisis or challenge. But our Bible talks about how do you keep and have the faith in your day-in and day-out life? How do you hold on to that same intense belief and understanding that you trust enough to use it to run across? How do you live in a dependency upon God for everything, even where, when it seems like you can do anything you would like? By faith, the Bible tells us that when we find ourselves in those places where it seems we have everything worked out, that we are called by God 
to seek out other people and other places and other things that we can't go to or can't do save by the grace of Jesus Christ being made real in our lives. How many people do we know? How many people do we love and care for? How many people are in our world because of no other reason than you love Jesus and you can't not care for him because Jesus so loved you? You see, that's when you're on that edge board. That's when you're finding yourself wondering, can I jump? Well, you know, Pastor Brad, they don't look anything like me. They don't talk like me. They don't live in the same neighborhood. They don't have the same zip code. They aren't like us, don't you know? You're right. But the last time I checked... None of you act or look like a first century Jew. And yet he loved you so much that he died to forgive your sins. He faced punishment and torture on a cross and was resurrected so that you might know not only new life, but eternal life. My friends, we are surrounded by such an amazing host of witnesses. Let us run with perseverance the course that has been set before us. Whoever that group is or person is that you don't want to be in the room with, right? You went to Texas and they're, ag- well, Texas people are pretty laid back. I'm going to give them a pass, right? No, I'm just joking. Whatever group it is, whatever group of people that you don't want to be around, the Bible doesn't give you a pass. It says, I love them. So if you're going to follow me, You have to love them. It's razor sharp and crystal clear like eight short bursts saying to trust the bridge should you have to get off the island. You see, faith can still move mountains if we dare to trust and hope You know, the temptation we have, my friends, is we look back behind us and we think about those who've gone before. We read those stories in chapter 11 and we assume that they were just amazing people. And I mean, they weren't bad. Some of them, well, some of them are a little bit bad. Rahab the prostitute, we're going to have to kind of work on that one. But um, some of them were pretty bad. Some of them were pretty good. But they were people who chose to live by faith when they found themselves at the point of decision. They're people empowered by God who could not jump themselves, but when they found a person like you who had faith and trust, 
that could take that next step. When life seemed too much and they wondered if they were loved, someone like you came alongside of them and gave them their hand. When they were hungry and thirsty and couldn't make ends meet, there you were, the body of Christ, arm around their shoulder, bag of foods in the cart, carrying it to their trunk and feeding them. When they're in the hospital, wondering about the end of life and what happens next, there you were to believe and have faith, to care and be present, to let them know that indeed there is eternal life and Jesus is their rock and strength. My friends, you have ministries on four continents. we got one to still work on, but on four of the five major continents, you are blessing the people of God. You are doing these amazing things. Look back to take confidence that when people faced those challenges... They had faith in Christ and jumped. My friends, have faith to jump, to leap out there and try that thing that only the love of Jesus can get you through. For when you do, God will do abundantly more through you than you could ever imagine. Amen.